All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 8th of June. All eyes this week will be on India's equity markets and whether there's more steam in last week's rally. We'll get to the factors that are pushing the global rally in just a bit. But one of the key factors that has contributed to last week's run-up in the Indian market is the amount of money that foreign institutional investors have pumped in. As lockdown curbs eased in India, foreign portfolio investors poured in almost 18,590 crore rupees into the Indian markets. That's just in June. Of course, there was also the Reliance Industries rights issue and the stake sale by Uday Kotak in Kotak Mahindra Bank, but a lot of the positive sentiment was in anticipation of a resumption in economic activity. Today, in fact, is the start of the first phase of easing of the lockdown, as announced by the Home Ministry. According to that notification that came in at the end of May, apart from in containment zones, shopping malls, hotels, restaurants and places of worship would be allowed to open their doors. Of course, individual states have their own set of rules and at least in Mumbai, there are quite a few restrictions that will stay in place till the end of June. So the rally in the stock markets comes at a time when the number of new coronavirus cases is at its peak. As of yesterday morning, the country added nearly 10,000 new cases in 24 hours, taking the total tally to close to 2.5 lakh. That's higher than Spain's tally, taking India to the fifth highest in the world. Meanwhile, data corroborates what economists have been talking about in terms of slowing economic growth here in India. Cargo volume handled by India's major ports dropped 22% during the first two months of the current financial year to 92.82 million tons. And India's coal import has dropped by 20% to 18.93 million tons last month. In corporate news, Reliance Industries over the weekend announced more investments into its digital business. Abu Dhabi Investment Authority, the sovereign wealth fund owned by the Emirate of Abu Dhabi, will subscribe to fresh shares equivalent to a 1.16% stake in Geo Platforms. Geo Platforms has now raised 97,800 crore rupees by divesting almost 21.1% equity stake. Now, if you're looking for an interesting chat to listen to, I'd recommend an interview that Bloomberg Quint did with Uday Kotak recently. He's just been appointed head of industry body CII. He speaks about the nature of the recovery that he foresees further relief and growth measures that the government should undertake, financial sector stability and the impact of the pandemic-led lockdowns on asset quality. Look up that interview on BloombergQuint.com. In international news, the jobs report in the US that came out on Friday, which everyone expected to be a jarring reminder that all is not well with the world's largest economy, ended up being something else entirely. A record 2.5 million workers were added 
by employers during the month compared with a median projection for a loss of 7.5 million jobs. Of the 78 economists surveyed by Bloomberg, the most optimistic forecast called for an 800,000 decline. Their estimates also expected the unemployment rate to approach 20%, which is the highest since the Great Depression in the 1930s, when in fact it declined to 13.3%. And that's what's leading global equities higher. US indices futures are pointing to further gains after the jump at the end of last week. And in the Asia-Pacific region, two of the three early risers were trading this morning, and both of them were in the green. With that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Agam. How are we looking at the start of the week? Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners. Asia has opened higher, and the SGX Nifty Futures is indicating an up move of 100 points at this point, which means that Indian markets are also likely to see a positive opening. Let's start by taking a look at some of those big earnings that came over on Friday and through the weekend. Right at the top, we have Lawson & Dubro, where its revenues rose 2.2% and net profit declined 6.5% year-on-year. Its margins were relatively stable, though they did see a little bit of contraction, standing at around 11.6%. Now, the total order inflow for the quarter was 57,785 crores, which was up 5%, and the consolidated order book for the company stood at a little over 3,3,000 crores. Moving on, Anil Agarwal controlled Vedanta has reported a surprise quarterly loss for the first time in nearly five years on the back of an impairment. The mining conglomerate, reported a net loss of 12,521 crores in the quarter ended March compared to a profit of a little over 2,600 crores in the corresponding quarter a year ago, according to an exchange filing. The consensus of analysts black by Bloomberg have expected a profit of 582 crores. Revenues also fell 16% year-on-year led by commodity prices which had further challenges on account of the virus outbreak. And we also have Exide Industries, where revenues declined 21%, net profit declined 20%, and the degrowth in most segments, storage batteries and life insurance was due to the slowdown in the auto segment and the COVID-19 impact. Today, we watch out for earnings from Titan Company, Inox Leisure, PVR, Abbott and Chalet Hotels. Tata Motors is also in the news. Jaguar Land Rover has raised $705 million loan from Chinese banks. Jaguar Land Rover has told suppliers that its Castle Bromwich site in Midlands will not resume production until August 10th at the earliest, but it will reopen the Halewood SV plant on June 8th, that is today. This was reported by Bloomberg News. The Competition Commission held that National Engineering Industries, Scheffler India, SKF India and Tata Bearings and their officials violated competition by their cartelization in pricing in the domestic, industrial and automotive bearings market. We'll be keeping a close tab on these developments. 
And in key parties, we have the promoter of Alembic Pharma, Nirayu, acquire 1.5% stake in the company at 174 rupees a share. Promoter Kedar Vaz acquired 1.1% stake in SH Kelkar at 65 rupees per share. And we also have PVR where Celebra Capital Partners Master Fund acquired 1.2% stake at 1167.5 rupees per share. Now, these are just some of the stocks we can watch out for as we move into trade today. But don't forget to go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQueen.com. Thanks, Agam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and an amazing week ahead. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.